Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow. Thanks for joining me today. Before we jump into the content, I want to take a minute and ask for a favor. If you find what you hear on this podcast to be particularly useful, worthwhile, or valuable, please take a moment to write a review. If you don't like what you hear or what we've got going on over at the Unblocked Podcast, please feel free to, you know, play Little Red Schoolhouse and stay silent. (laughs) I kid, I kid. Constructive feedback, of course, is welcomed. But I just want to thank you in advance for taking a moment to provide a review. That's super helpful on our end. Okay, let's jump into the topic for today. I want to talk about the ups and downs, the highs and lows inside of relationships. Um, I was talking with a client the other day about her marriage, and she had a lot of stories about how she thought a quote-unquote healthy relationship um, looks, or how it's supposed to look, or how it should look. Like Things like everyone's getting along. We all use our words. We take ownership for our own thoughts, feelings, and actions. So does the other person. But here's the thing. We're human. And that means that life is 50-50. Half the time we're getting it right, half the time we're bailing, bombing it, half the time we feel great, half the time we don't. And that means relationships are also 50-50. A relationship can be amazing and incredibly healthy, and some moments it might look and feel like a total dumpster fire. And that doesn't necessarily mean there's a problem. It might, there might be a problem, but it doesn't necessarily mean there's a problem. Um... That when it's not sunshine, rainbows, mountaintops of glory, when we show up like a hot mess or our partner does, sometimes we start calling that relationship into question. We start telling ourselves we're never going to get it right or our partner is never going to get it right. We make ourselves wrong. We make our partners wrong. And that just only serves to amplify the issue because in reality, relationships are made up of two people two people with brains and feelings. And so there's a really good chance that there's going to be a breakdown at some point in the relationship. There's going to be a breakdown in things going well and smoothly. So let me share an example here, a little day in the life, if you will. Um, The other day I was standing in the kitchen washing some dishes that my husband left in the sink and also on the stove and on the counter from his breakfast. And As I was doing the dishes, I I found myself smiling to myself uh, as I was washing them, thinking, I'm grateful to be washing these dishes because it means he's home. Like We are currently in a season where my husband travels a lot, and I might see him maybe like five to seven days a month. And I just want to like shout out here that some of you might be thinking, okay, who can I pay to take my spouse or really away from me for 25 days a month? <laughs> but you guys, I really like this guy. So I try to be intentional about soaking up the time that we do have together. So as I was washing these dishes, I recalled um, a former client who was a widower, a widower, and he shared with me how he used to complain about finding his wife's hair in the bathroom sink. And after her death, he found himself in tears while he was visiting his mom and he was brushing his teeth and he saw his mom's hair in the sink. And of course, that brought up memories of his wife's hair. And this is how things work for us. Like the things about our people that annoy us 
then become the things that we long for when they're gone. So I was having this moment of gratitude while washing my husband's dishes that he left behind, which again, to be totally transparent in the past, um, I actually found myself saying to him when we first moved in, like, why are you like a 12 year old boy? Like I'm constantly picking up after you. So there was a time that I would find dishes left in the sink annoying. Like why don't it takes two seconds, like wash your coffee mug when you're done. But I was actually having this moment of gratitude while I was washing these dishes thinking, hey, this is just evidence that he's here. And I like that. So that was like 10 (laughs) a.m. So I want to bring your awareness to the time. This is 10 a.m. And then let's flash forward to approximately 1300 hours, also known as 1 p.m. And we find ourselves with a bit of an incident on our hands. Uh, I had after breakfast and all the things I had gone out for a run and the hubs quote unquote jokingly I'm like using air quotes here talking to you guys he jokingly sends me a text talking smack about taking up too much space in the closet and this has been like an ongoing joke and running commentary in our relationship since we moved in I moved in and took over the closet Um, But today, a mere three hours after I was swimming in the pool of adoration for this man that I love, I found myself in full-on battle mode. I was like, oh, no, you don't. Uh, And let me just like allow, like, let me just share with you the just like running thoughts that were going through my mind. It sounded something like, oh, after what I have put up this week with a contractor pulling all kinds of shenanigans at the house while you're out there living your best life, playing the Tiger Woods golf course final hole of a lifetime, then you have the nerve to say, I am taking up too much space. Like, please insert here, head roll, finger snap, oh, hail to the no. Okay, this is <laughs> this is what's going on in my head. Now, I think it's worth noting that he did not actually say the words, you are taking up too much space. But feelings have very little use for silly, silly, silly things like facts. So also of note is that my husband is like the summa cum laude in the humor category. Like there is only about 13% of his life that he is not talking nonsense. And I know these things. And some part of me really does know these things. Also, some part of me genuinely knows that I'm one of my husband's favorite sentient beings even over his beloved dog. So we know that's really saying something. Like, I know that he cares about me. I know that he views me with a lot of love and compassion and playfulness. But did that stop me from going all in on a story about how unappreciated and unwanted I am? No, no, my friends, it did not. And I share this because this is what it's like to have a brain. Sometimes we manage it well, and sometimes several unconscious wires get all bunched up and triggered, and that sends off a flurry of thoughts and emotions. And my husband, he knows when this is happening because his text alerts start going off like a Vegas jackpot. It's like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Once I get started, the thoughts come fast and furious. Now, luckily for me, I have a partner who is willing to stay in the place called love, set up shot, and just kind of gently, if not precariously, navigate the waters while I do the dance of all the feelings. And for my part, luckily for him, 
I'm really committed to acknowledging that I know that what is coming up for me isn't really caused by him, but damn it, the feelings are intense and it seems real. And also it seems a lot easier if it was just his fault, (laughs) because listen, it kind of would be like if other people and situations were actually the cause of our pain, then all we would have to do is change them, right? That's like easy peasy, leave the relationship, get a new one, leave the job, get a new one. But when we know that it's the stuff inside of us, like that's when it can feel scary and quite frankly, sometimes hopeless. Like, especially if you've been on the sort of personal development journey a while and you know the mechanics, then it's like, crap, I know what's up here, but I can't seem to break through this. Like, why can't I fully let in the love, for example? Or why is part of me committed to looking for evidence that I'm wrong, that I'm unappreciated, that I'm loved, that I'm unwanted? Well, there are there are some reasons. There are a few reasons. Actually, I mean, there's probably a lot more than a few, but there are a few that come to mind. And one is trauma. Like big feels, when we have these big waves of feels, that's often coming from old wounds. Like if we have old stories about our moms not wanting us, or we've had betrayal in a marriage and we made that mean something in the past, like then any whiff of that in a current relationship or in a current experience is going to hit on some deep wounds. It's going to hit on some deep parts of us. Um, And also our survival brain gets triggered. Like we would do well to remember that rejection or being unwanted had dire consequences at some point in our evolution. So fear of being kicked out of the tribe, it's primal, but it's not necessarily applicable in the present day issue that's presenting itself. Also, another thing that comes to mind is to remember that there's like the brain likes familiarity. If we are used to defaulting to stories of unlovability and unworthiness, it's going to be easy to default there when anything in the neighborhood of rejection comes up. Our brains love efficiency and familiarity is efficient. So we have these well-worn neural pathways that are like, those are the default. Like we're going to default there. If that's what's familiar to us, the brain's like, ooh, it's efficient just to fall back into this well-worn groove of unlovability and unworthiness. So that's where we're going to feel naturally pulled to go to while it's our default until it's no longer our default. So let's kind of go there. Like, how do we navigate this? There are many, many approaches, but today I'm going to give you just three to get started with so you don't overwhelm yourself. Um, Here are three that come to mind. One is don't make having feelings a problem. And related to that, don't make having feelings mean the relationship is a problem. As I mentioned before, we are humans with brains that offer us all kinds of wild thoughts, and these wild thoughts create feelings. And those feelings drive us to do things or not do things. And these things may or may not serve us. These things may or may not be something we're proud of. But feelings, right? Like we have feelings and it happens. Also, our people are humans who also, and they have brains. And those brains offer them all kinds of wild thoughts that create feelings that then lead to behaviors. And this this is just how humaning works. So we don't have to go down a rabbit hole of calling the relationship into question every time one of us steps out of line. 
Now, I feel like it's it's worth noting, like disclaimer here, this doesn't mean that we accept physical, mental, or emotional abuse. We're talking about the run-of-the-mill stuff here, right? The times we have miscommunications. Our partner doesn't want us, doesn't want to go with us to the art exhibit. Our partner leaves dirty socks on the couch. They raise their voice uncharacteristically during a fight, or they send us a text message talking smack about closet space, right? So just start with that place. We don't have to make having a quote unquote negative feeling a problem. And we don't have to make that quote unquote negative feeling mean that the relationship is a problem. Also, number two, start with this thought. I want to offer you a place to start. And this is the thought. When there's a new relation, when there's a problem with in a, in a relationship or an issue arises, start with the thought, this is about me, not them. Even if it seems like it really is all about them. Like you can get to that later if necessary. This is just the starting point. Be willing to see what this is triggering in you. Clean all that up and then decide what needs to be addressed, if anything, with the other person. Like there may, and there may be things you want to address. Like there may be boundaries that need to be set, or you may want to share your opinion with them, or you want to make a request of them, set some expectations. But first you want to give yourself the opportunity to get what you need out of the triggering event. There's a really good chance that something in you needs some attention. And if you ever worked with me, and maybe I've even shared this analogy on here, um, but I like to think of humans as splinter finders for us. Relationships, especially, they're splinter finders. When we have our own wounds or splinters in us, then loved ones or, or anyone, maybe not even loved ones, other people can sometimes inadvertently bump up against our splinters and then we feel pain. And our instinct is to make it about the other person. We're like, I wasn't feeling any pain until they did this thing, right? And so we think, oh, that must be the source. Like they walked by, they did this thing, they said this thing, and suddenly I feel pain. But the truth is they, they just bumped up against a splinter. And that splinter is the source of the pain, not that person. So if we change the, circum, the, the circumstance or the person, but we don't remove the splinter, we only guarantee that we're going to be faced with that same pain at some point in the future. So give yourself the gift of exploring, what is this bringing up for me? Start with the thought that this is about me. It's not about them. This pain, this frustration, this upset is bringing something in me up for awareness, which means it's up for healing, it's up for growth, it's up for learning. So give yourself the gift of going inward before you turn outward and make it about the relationship. Okay, and then the last thing that I want to mention today is don't make a thought mean anything, (laughs) which that might not make any sense, so let me elaborate. When someone has a thought about us, we tend to make it mean that that's what they always think about us. Like, let's say in a moment, your partner says, you're selfish. Like, it's helpful to remember that this is just one thought in one moment that they had about us. This doesn't mean that they think that all the time. Like, think about it for yourself. There are for sure people who you have negative thoughts about, like probably even your partner. And then 13 minutes later, you have a different thought, or maybe 13 seconds later, Like we have these quote unquote negative thoughts about some of our favorite people and it doesn't take away our affinity for them. So it's helpful to remember that the inverse is true. Like the same holds true in reverse. 
people can think we're selfish, lazy, wrong, not good enough, a bad communicator in a moment. And then in another moment, they might think we're incredible. Like, please refer back to the story about my thoughts about my husband at 10 a.m. compared to my thoughts about him at 1 p.m., which were also very different than my thoughts about him at 2 p.m. when he was back to be my best friend, (laughs) right? So we may be tempted to have unrealistic expectations of other people, especially our partners in closest relationships. Like, they should always think we walk on water and that we're the best thing that's ever happened to them. But let's be honest, we're expecting them to do something that we can't even do for ourselves. Like we want 100% unconditional love and positive regard from them 100% of the time. But we don't even do that for ourselves. And we certainly don't do it for those that we love. So that's what I want to offer you guys today. Sit with those three tidbits and see where you might want to apply those to your relationship. And if you find yourself really struggling to navigate the ups and downs, the highs and lows in your relationships, let's set up a time to chat and we can figure out how we can equip you with the skills to successfully show up in and experience your relationships. You can head over to jessicasmorrow.com. We'll set up your free consult to see if we might work together. Also, if you haven't already gotten your free digital copy of the Unblock Journal, as always, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Go get access. This journal helps bring awareness to what's going on in our minds, which means it sheds light on where we get stuck in our relationships. Uh, and as always, if you, in addition to going and writing a review for the podcast, I also encourage you to share this widely if you think that this topic or what was discussed today might be useful to someone that you know please feel free to share it and be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode until next time my friends stay open stay free